This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 28, Embers Ignite. And yeah, that's fine. So, Ash and uh, Rianne are going back to this house where the spooky chest is. And um, you see approaching from the east, kind of like heading in the same direction, a person. And what does this person look like? Is that my go? <laughs> that that is your go. Okay, so what 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 should I give away? How far away am I? Um, you're probably about like two to three hundred feet away. So you know you're they can see your silhouette at least. Okay, so they'd probably be able to tell that it's a tiefling. You see the big horns, a tail probably like rebelliously like flashing about and sort of walking like a punk would <laughs> and um just sort of like face down and yeah That's um once you get closer uh you can see he's got very very dark color skin um beaming orange eyes you can't see the whites of course either of his eyes Cool. Yeah. yeah, uh Ryan and Ash, you see this stranger approach and you've had a lot of stranger danger recently. Um what is your reaction to this soul figure in this wrecked town? Stranger danger. <laughs> Rayan, after seeing so many people after her bounty, she just kind of she kind of ponders at the situation. She's like, "Who is this person?" Are they after me? Are they after the puzzle piece? What are they looking for? Just on the defense. And how Talking about... eyes. Like... How about Ash? Um, I think Ash is just kind of... Uh, he's pretty like worn out with all the events of the day, but he'll just kind of go stand in the middle of the road and call uh, his sword to his hand and just kind of wait and see what happens. Wait until they see him. Yep. So friendly. So friendly. <laughs> so oh dumb. Ash is so dumb. And so as um, this person approaches, uh, what do you guys look like to him? It is him, right? Or is it they? Yeah, no, no, no. It's a guy. Okay, if they don't talk, he's going to say something. Yeah, uh, so Ash and Rayanne wait for this person to speak, or? Um, I think when they get, like, if they're coming this way, if they get, like, 50 feet away, I'll just kind of, yeah. like, put my hand up and be like, <laughs> who goes there? Yeah, he, he sort of spits on the ground and then he goes, which one of you is Rayanne? <laughs> he, looks, he looks over at Ash and I sort think, of like, why is it you speak up? What's your problem? I think Ash just kind of like closes his eyes and kind of like puts his hand to his face and is just like, you gotta be kidding me. 
uh, why, who's asking? Look, man, I'm just here for the job. We doing it or not? What job? Um, you know, the one with Rayanne. DM didn't really specify. It's so, I'll, I'll, out of character. Whisper yeah. it to you really quick. Okay, cool. Because that, that out of character is not my knowledge, but he knows apparently. Um, I guess when you're checking that out, uh, so Ash is uh, about six feet tall, uh, about 175 pounds, uh, ash gray skin with the black and red eyes and uh, kind of uh, hair that looks like a, a burning coal and a, a short beard that looks the same. And Ryan is just a lady filled with like many and many of cloaks and robes now at this point. Um, purple hair, like cerulean, I would want to say cayenne colored eyes. Okay. So. so, I don't know if he was even told if Rayanne was a girl. Yeah, but he... you just you just got, got the name from the dude and that, you know, you heard this person was named Rayanne and they couldn't remember if it was, a, like, the gender because the dude was a little distraught because uh he was trying to explain to you that the whole town had been like going into riots and just all this chaos has been happening and uh ran hasn't come back like within a day and there were kobolds attacking and you know this this little um uh this little halfling guy it was just like so distraught but like <laughs> Offered a lot of money just to go to this town and check his stuff. Oh, yeah, he'd be all about that. <laughs> he'd be all about that. So he sort of rolls his eyes and is like, well, whoever it is, are you coming or not? Moran just kind of spits on the ground just to kind of mimic and says, who called for you? So he just sort of laughs and like eases up a little bit, has a little bit of respect for that. He's like, well, at least you got some sort of a backbone. And then he then he like walks up and he's like, I'm, we're supposed to be looking for some house or something. Oh, well, I'm just right there right now. Well, I'm heading there right now. Well, cool. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> and he just like sort of starts walking and waits for her. Wait, are we are we cool then? I'll look at Rayanne. Rayanne just suddenly nods like yes. It okay. with like a clenched mouth, like, don't you dare say anything. Oh my god. Ash will just uh sheath his sword and follow. Okay. So to describe the house again, uh it is totally ransacked. Um if there was a table standing, it has been knocked over. If there were uh, drapes, they have been torn off. Every closet has been, looks like it's been just thrown about. Uh, the bed is tossed over in the rooms, and they have been ripped open. It looks like someone was searching for something. And in all this mess, there is one chest on the floor, totally untouched. Okay. All right, so uh, can I, like, do a perception check on the chest? 
Yeah, gonna... you can do a uh, perception uh, if you want to find out if it's trapped or uh, like lo yeah, anyway, locked. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's an investigation. Know. So. You know why they didn't open it yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perception or investigation. Yeah, or you can do both and I can give you overlays. Okay. Those are pretty good rolls. Yeah, investigation 20. Um, you know, you could guess that maybe they didn't t touch the chest because it's just a really, it's a really heavy-duty, well-made chest that looks like it's literally meant to, to protect whatever's in it. And um, you can tell, at least with that perception, that uh, they gave it a pretty good, like, birth. Like, there's literally a, okay. like, five-foot ring of, like, cleanness around the chest. So it's... Can I sort Weird. of, like, look back at the group and, like, sort of do an insight on, like, the mood of, of the first person I see? It doesn't matter who it is. Just be like, what, what's their deal? Why didn't yeah. they open this? Yeah, you can do an insight uh, okay. on them. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, you are on fire. Rolls. Okay, so... So, uh, Rayanne and Ash, like, what kind like, of mood... Yeah, like, what are you, like, what are you physically showing to the outside world right now? Just, Rayanne would be, like, focusing in on the chest, but with a slight fear in her eyes as to what it could be. Okay, so he's... Wait, wait, is Ash gonna say something or just her? That's oh, fine. Yeah, sure, uh... Ash is uh just looks kind of like tired but is keeping a close eye on uh this newcomer. And okay. They also look like they have been through quite a fight. Okay. So 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 they look exhausted. Okay, so he's going to sort of put his foot on the box and like kick it a little and be like what you scared of this stupid Um as you kick it box. As you kick it, it uh, starts just vibrating by itself. Weird. <laughs> so he sort of like looks at it like, what the heck? Huh. Ryan just kind of jumps behind Ash like, nope. <laughs> okay. I think something like a snake or something. He's going to try to break it open. Can he do that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, he Is that can... possible? Uh, do you have a crowbar? Um, um... If yeah, have... I do, actually. I have a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, um... You can, use, nice. you can use the crowbar on it and see if it, uh, actually pops open. Yeah, he's gonna grab the crowbar from his, uh, bag and, like, I try to pry it open. Um, does that need a checker? Uh, yeah, it needs. Um, if you can check it with your crowbar, um, I believe crowbars uh, use your strength modifier plus your um, proficiency bonus. Mm -hmm. Strength mod. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two plus proficiency. Uh, five. So, do I just roll a twenty and then add five? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, yeah. <laughs> there goes the good roll. <laughs> With a six. Oh my uh, god! It seems pretty tight. 
Um, like it, you'll you might have to undo like the three locks on front of it, like pick them. But they look from your investigation roll, they look like very complicated locks. So he sort of turns to the group and be like, well, you're a quiet, lively bunch. And then he just goes, who's good at lockpicking stuff? Ryan kind of subtly, oh, I've got a key that can open just about anything. Well, tell you what, you open this and then I'll whack anything that's in there that tries to grab you. So don't be so scared, okay? And then he sort of mockingly like rolls his eyes again. Hey. <laughs> Don't blame me, I just had an axe hit me. He's like a rebellious teenager with a dude. I like him. He's He seems like a bit more of a troublemaker than Rayanne. Rayanne! Oh no. You might. Makes oh, Rayanne look like a saint. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Just, wait, was yes. that in character moan? Because that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Ash, Ash is just kind of like. Why is everybody else just insane? What did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do wrong? You did this to me. Rayan just kind of gives this dirty look to Ash like, Hey, I could be a lot worse, trust me. Oh. You should have seen some of the hoodlums in Delson. There are some people who are miles worse than me. How old does everybody look? Like, how old do they look? Rayan is in her yes. 20s. Early 20s. What about Ash and the others? How old does everybody look? Uh, Ash looks like he's in his uh, mid-twenties. And okay. you haven't seen the other party members, or even know they exist yet, so... Yeah, we'll, that, uh, that's true, that's true, sorry. Yeah. Um, hmm. And, uh, okay. Ryan, you're gonna use that key? Yes. Uh, so, Ryan pulls out this like, normal-looking key. It might be made of, like, brass, or or it's gilded or something. And, um, as she... As the key approaches the lock, you see the top of this uh, chest start vibrating violently. Even more violently than, you know, when people were touching it. And as soon as she gets the key in the lock, it looks like the top just disappears and you can see straight into the chest wow. what do we see uh give me a nature check that's crazy hmm. and you can give me a nature check too phoenix or okay yeah, I didn't yeah. think so. What's Rayan? Yeah, Rayan. What does um, Rayan know? You've heard of terrifying stories of a large beast that burrows into the ground called a boule. Oh no! But this thing looks a lot smaller, and there looks like to be like um, eggshells around it, like it recently hatched. Oh. So this means trouble. It means super big trouble for someone. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. We are doomed. Rayan takes the key, 
she doesn't open it. She just kind of puts it back out of there. Like, okay. Um, there's something here that means uh, bad news. Bad news, indeed. What is that? Uh, well, does that interfere with our job? Because if not, I don't care. <laughs> it could. Hmm. I mean, it's it's not something to tread lightly, just to say that. I don't know if this is something that the guy left here, or something that the cobalt's left here just to be spiteful jerk faces. I don't know. When we fought him before, we saw him with the basilisks, I think. I didn't see any of whatever this is. Eh... Uh... All I know is, uh... Wait, are there are there eggs in there that we can see? Yeah. It recently hatched. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can give me a perception check uh, to see if you saw any more than that. But that yeah. was, like, the most apparent thing. So it burrows into the ground and whatnot? What? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, these are known to be really bad predators like um in swordfall they're not like as abundant but in other countries they burrow underground they attack from below they are able to sense things without seeing um they're they're called land sharks basically hmm yeah, they're super deadly, and uh, having a baby one <laughs> probably breaks some kind of law. Brian is going to put this back on the shelf, and you know what she's going to say? You know what, maybe we should report this to the guy? It might not be something that, you know, maybe it's something he left on there. And uh, Phoenix, your character saw that even though there was one hatched, there yeah. were probably about two other eggs that you could see in there at the brief moment that uh, was there. So that thing's kind of full of boulet eggs. Okay, so he's going to smash the eggs. Uh, you find that you, whatever you're using is yeah. colliding with something, and uh, you realize that the top of this chest is invisible. Uh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. If the key isn't turned in, the door's invisible for some reason. I found that out the hard way. Not great. Well, this isn't in our job description, is it? Because if not, forget this. Somebody else can deal with it. <laughs> maybe don't murder a bunch of babies? Also? Yeah, maybe it was left there on purpose. Maybe it's something that... Does well, you said this? it was dangerous. What else am I supposed to do? Leave it and pretend it never existed. That's what I do. Is uh the chest open or is it just see-through? It's, it's it's just see-through. Like uh, everything else she's been sticking that key into. He laughs and asks if that's worked for her so far. Um, Ash is gonna kind of go kneel down and kind of like tap on the chest a couple times and see what the thing does um so if the the key's still in the lock right uh preferably she'd want to yank it out as soon as possible but 
Yeah, everyone. I, I think everyone's poking at it too much. Uh, yeah. So Ash, uh, you set your hand on it, and it looks like the boule is trying to get at your hand. Hmm. You don't know if it's like trying to do it in an instinctive "I'm a baby and you must be my parent" oh. way. Or I want to eat your hand because I'm a horrible monster way. It's slightly less adorable. <laughs> would that be animal handling or what? Um, it would be monster a nature. It would be an actually, yeah. You could do an animal hand animal handling check to see if like, oh, this is like a baby thing, or oh, this is a horrible monster thing. It's gonna rip my arm. <laughs> yeah, it totally. It it's probably hungry. And, um, yeah, it might want to eat you. Maybe. Well, it's, like, tiny, though, right? Yeah, it's tiny. It will just nibble off fingers. Hmm. Don't <laughs> dare open this chest. Ash is feeling kind of conflicted because he, he knows, like, they said it's a monster, but also, like, starving to death in a chest sounds pretty awful. <laughs> Rand goes to Ash and says, don't you dare open this chest. Wait, it did he say what? that? I think that. I think I think he was just uh, narrating his feelings. So Okay, okay. that's what I thought. Was okay. I think you she could what? probably tell what I was like. Like, I'm like looking at this chest, like kind of looking conflicted. <laughs> These little guys will eat your fingers off. No joke. I've heard stories about this. Um... I think in Delson there was probably a smuggler or two who had one of these and ripped his hand cleaned off. Granted, they were a little bit older, but still. I I believe you. I just, I feel bad still, but uh, we can leave them, I guess. Yeah. Good decision. Good decision. She just rips the key back and the top becomes visible again. Hmm, well, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'll uh, turn to the the a newcomer and be like, hey, I guess I uh, didn't catch your name. All right, uh, I'm Milkus. Nice to meet you. He sort of, he grabs your arm instead of your hand and shakes that way. <laughs> it's from where he he lived originally, it's uh, more respectful to do it that way. Uh, yeah, but you, you might would, not know that. You would totally recognize this uh, handshake, Ash. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts.
everyone and welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduke's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, Magical Beasts, Weapons and Armor, Puzzle Solving, Diplomacy, History of the World, and Magical Cause and Effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe.